So if we have a situation where we can save the client three or $400 a month, but it sounds like you need to save them, you know, four or $500 a month, and we're just not quite there. What we'll typically do in that situation is we'll try some cash back. So the nice thing about our lenders is we can actually get up to with very good credit up to 180% loan to value. So that means if there's a vehicle in the household, we can access cash out of it. And a lot of times we'll find a perfect storm where, okay, so if we do re-amortization and then we add in 15 or 20 grand cash back, we can actually get to that payment that we were trying to get to originally. And that's just by using the money to close down, you know, a Fairstone loan or a line of credit or something else that might be getting in the way. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation, Scott Peckford here. Finish up Kevin Kennedy from KDK Financial. Man, I'm telling you, you're gonna absolutely love, love, love this product that Kevin has come up with for serving mortgage brokers. I can't tell you, it's totally freaking awesome. One of these things that I wish I actually came up with on my own, I didn't, but I'm just grateful that it exists. Before we jump into this episode, I wanna give a shout out to our title sponsor, Finmo. Finmo is a Canadian mortgage application, document collection, submission platform designed specifically for uh, Canadian borrowers. It's very easy for borrowers to use. So as they're filling out the application, it's got intelligence built in where it's like, oh, hey, looks like you're self-employed. It looks like you're you know, pensioner. Here's what documents I need from you so that you can make it easy for the borrower and you. One thing you may not realize is that a lot of people, this is something that they found Finmo in their research, is when they're filling out the application, they actually pull their documents to actually fill the application. And if after they finish the application, they immediately get an email, which Finmo does and says, hey, here's what I need. They're like, oh, I got these here. Scan, 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 send. You can get your documents and application all up front and it's way, way faster. Another cool thing about Finmo is it's tied into Lender Spotlight, which is the best tool for searching rates and guidelines. You can check them out at lendes.com slash Finmo. All right. Hey, everybody. Scott Beckford here. And today I have Kevin from KDK Financial. And we're doing this series on fintechs and companies that are sort of doing some unique things in the you know mortgage space or in the space that's going to at least help mortgage brokers. Kevin, hey, man, welcome to the show. Thank you. So, hey, before we jump into it, maybe just tell me a little bit about what is KDK, you know, in 60 seconds. And then I want to jump into a bunch of questions that I have about how you guys are helping tons of brokers solve some you know significant challenges that we're having. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. So KDK is a company that we started in 2020, just out of a need that we saw. Essentially what we are is we are a mortgage broker for the auto industry. So what we do is we do all sorts of different auto loans. We do uh, boat loans, trail loans, RV loans, but our company was designed specifically for mortgage brokers. And the reason that we did that is we saw a need for it. I came from the auto industry. I worked at a car dealership as a director of finance for 20 years. And we kept seeing, you know, clients come into the dealership from their mortgage broker being sent in to, hey, go drop your payments or, hey, go figure this out. And it was just an unorganized mess. I just knew there had to be a better way to do it. So what we did is we decided we'd come up with a company, but we put the mortgage broker in charge of the whole transaction. And basically what you get with that is you get a lot more organization and a way better customer experience. So instead of turning in a you know, a three to four day ordeal that's very painful on your client. We can do everything in under an hour and the client's very happy and the file's way more organized than it could possibly be in a different way. And you don't have to worry about them going into the car dealer and walking out with a new car that the car salesman sold them because it's like, hey, you know what? And you're like, dang it, you went to go in there to rewrite that loan, not get a bigger one. So basically it's refinancing auto loans for a variety of purposes, which we'll jump into. So how long have you been doing this? KDK has been operational since February of 2020. And what provinces are you in? 
So we're based out of Alberta. So our office is based out of Edmonton, Alberta, but we do business nationwide. So we do deals every day in BC, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario. I just did a deal on the East Coast yesterday. The only province that we can't do business in is Quebec. And it's just because of the regulations and stuff like that. It's just too difficult to do business, but every other province, we're good to go. Right. So you basically can do auto loans in any province. And so I got to think if I'm a mortgage broker, one of the, you know, natural things would be currently TDSs are challenging because of rates have gone up. And so basically re-amortizing a car loan. So give me an example of like one that you've done, what it did to the payment, and then we'll walk through the process of what the experience was like, but maybe just start off with like the example, because you guys are doing lots of these right now. Um, And then we'll go from there. Well, I'll just give you one that I literally just took an inquiry just before this meeting. So let me just open it up here. So we've got a client right now who has a vehicle loan that's $1,100 a month, and it's currently co-signed with their son-in-law. So the client needs to have the son-in-law taken off, but also wants to make sure that the payment's affordable. So just within two minutes, I was able to give them a quote. So we dropped the payments down from $1,100 down to $860, and we saved the client 1% interest, and all this can happen within the hour. So the majority of our products that we do with mortgage brokers are just refinancing. The average savings is two to $300 a month. And how we get that done is like you said, through re-amortization. But then again, at the end of the day, once the mortgage is done, if the client wants to shorten it back to where it was before we started, they can. So it's a really right. cool way to kind of change the payment and help them get the mortgage it's, approved. It's and, a flexible product. It's open, right? So they can yeah. pay it off if yeah. they need to. And then if you need to re-amortize to qualify, but the client's like, well, I actually want to pay it off quicker then yep. they can do that if they choose. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's cool. So what other, maybe we'll go through a few use cases. So re-amortize the loan. So you basically, if you guys are listening to this and mortgage brokers, if you've got somebody who's, you know, TDS is off because they've got car loans. And so you do cars, what other types of non, you know, properties will you guys look at? Yeah. So we do primarily, it's probably 80% is auto loans, but we also do boat loans, trailer loans, RV loans, motorcycle loans, pretty much any of those assets that have a loan attached to it, we can re-amortize it to drop. Does it have to have a VIN number? What's the like thing? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So we can't. Anything with a VIN number almost. Is there anything with a VIN number you couldn't do? Not really. No, we can even do side by sides and ski doos and stuff like that. Like we have access to those. It's just not really a huge piece. Not your core. Yeah. It's not a huge, but it's primarily cars, but basically anything with a VIN number, if it makes sense, because sometimes, you know, I got clients, you know, up in Northern Alberta, nothing against my friends and my brothers in Alberta. Just, they can have like, you know, the truck and the quad and the, you know, skidoo. And so there's quite a few of them there. So there could be an opportunity to readjust some things in order to make qualifying for the mortgage, you know, possible. If it's Fort McMurray, they got the boat, the trailer, the car, and the motorcycle. So it's uh... they got all of it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I lived up in Fort Nelson and uh, the guys up there, because, you know, this was back in the day when Fort Nelson actually had money, but fortunately it's not great now. And they would have their truck and then they'd have their bike in the back of their truck or their skidoo and they would drive around with it all the time. It's kind of like, why do you have your bike or your skidoo? And it's like, you don't need it in there if you're not going to use it. But it was kind of like, look at my stuff, right? It was just it's like an a accessory. Yeah. It's an accessory. It's like, yeah, it's like a yeah. handbag or something. It just didn't make yeah. any sense. 100%. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's funny. I probably would have done it when I was younger. I'm not judging. I just, you know, and now it seems funny. Okay. So basically one of the strategies we amortize. So what other ways are people using your guys, you know, service for? So yeah, by far, obviously the reamortization. So we always try to do just the generic refinance. Hopefully that's enough drop. So if we have a situation where we can save the client three or $400 a month, but it sounds like you need to save them, you know, four or $500 a month, and we're just not quite there. What we'll typically do in that situation is we'll try some cash back. So the nice thing about our lenders is we can actually get up to with very good credit up to 180% loan to value. 
So that means if there's a vehicle in the household, we can access cash out of it. And a lot of times we'll find a perfect storm where, okay, so if we do re-amortization and then we add in 15 or 20 grand cash back, we can actually get to that payment that we were trying to get to originally. And that's just by using the money to close down, you know, a Fairstone loan or a line of credit or something else that might be getting in the way. Most of the time a refinance just does it because that service- Reamortize is fine. But then step two is like, okay, is there more equity that we could use to pay all something else that's messing with your TDS? So you said on average, you're saving people two to 300 bucks a month. What is the average, you know, equity or vehicle takeout loan that you guys see? What's the amount? It's such a mixed bag. Like, Is there a maximum, I guess? Is there a maximum amount? No, I just did a gentleman uh, last week who has a free and clear boat and he just needed some money for an investment property and we did a quarter million dollars. So it, it just really comes down to- um, How much was his boat worth? 250. It, he didn't need much more than the value or I think it was worth 200 or something like that. So he but, basically used, he was able to borrow the 100% of the value of the boat Yeah, and use, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, so he, mortgage he brokers, a, their brains are going to be like, oh, like go back to the database yeah. and be like, holy crap, there's probably stuff in there that you didn't even think yeah. of in terms of opportunities for people that were like, oh, it didn't work, but now it could work. Yeah. A lot um, of times when we have Zoom meetings and stuff like that, we do find that that brokers dive back in their database and they pick up deals that they would have got previously if they knew about our company. But yeah, cash back, like I said, 180%. So I can tell you one thing though, more often than not, it's probably say around 80% of the time when we do a cash back play, their payments either stay the same or even still drop a little bit. So it's a right. really good tool, even if you're looking for somebody that, you know, they just need money for cash down, right? Just first time buyer or whatever. And the nice right. thing is they Quite well, we try to coach them to buy the house, then the car, but unfortunately people don't always do that. And so if they have done it backwards, then you could potentially get some of that equity out. What is the age of the car? Like my son is in the process tomorrow. We're going to buy him a Honda Civic. That's like an old, but it's all souped up. You know, the kids love these things with the mufflers that make all the noise. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we're going to get this for him, but I got to assume, you know, 22 years old, I'm pretty sure you guys don't do loans for that old cars, right? No, it won't be that old. So it's different in each province, to be honest with you. So that's why I always kind of like to start out with a broker quote, just to kind of see if the vehicle's going to work in the beginning. But we can pretty much in every province do as old as 2015. In Alberta, if it's really, really good credit, we can do 2013. But every province is a little bit different. So I always like to just kind of start out with a broker quote. And then we decide if it's even a function that's going to work out for the client. And then once we come up with the perfect storm, and that's the nice thing about the company is that there's no mix-ups. Like the mortgage broker knows to the penny what everything's going to look like before we even contact the client. So we kind of figure out what it works like. And then if it works great, then all we need to do is be introduced to your client. And we take over from there and get everything handled. Okay. So scenario one is re-amortize. Scenario two is, well, potentially re-amortize and cash out. Scenario three that I can think of is, is could I, let's say I have a truck that's in my personal name, but my company pays for it. Can I move it to my company? Could you move like a loan from my personal name to my company name so that it's now not a personal debt because the mortgage company is going to be like, hey, wait a second. Is that something that's possible? Well, give me yeah. examples of like, what would you call that? That's like changing the title or whatever, maybe. Yeah. So those are commercial loans. We do a ton of those as well. And that's when, just like you said, somebody's got uh, they're self-employed, they have a company and they want to move the loan from their personal name to their company, or even a lot of times it's already in the company, but they're co-signed with the company and that causes it to right. show up on Bureau. So those ones that are co-signed with the company, those are done so easily. The right. ones where they don't have company history at all, we can still get those done. They take a little bit more time. We need a bit more paperwork. The only real requirement is that they've been in business for two years and they can provide two years of financials done by a CPA. 
And then as long as the financials can afford the debt, then absolutely. We just move it directly right. to the company and then it's off your, uh, your client's personal law credit. But, but other people have like, you could also, like you said, you had the co-signer that you had to remove from a vehicle. So then let's say you got a parent who's co-signed for a kid. And then now the parent wants to go buy a cottage and their debt servicing is messed up. You could actually look at removing the parent. So there's options in terms of just who is going to be responsible for that loan and then allow you to be able to qualify. Yeah. And actually speaking of funny stories, you wouldn't believe how easy it is to break up a cosign loan. It is the easiest process that we have. As Man, I, what am I doing in mortgages? Mortgages sound way harder. I'm just kidding. Like I know <laughs> that, like from a you know 180% loan to value, can you imagine? Mortgage brokers would go nuts if we could do that. But yeah. walk me through that. What's that look like to basically remove or make an adjustment like that? So we've done cosign removals as early as a week. So that means they went in and bought the vehicle at a dealership. The dealership said, hey, listen, you need to cosign. They co-sign. And then the very next week, we qualify that individual to do it in their own name. And the reason that we are able to do that is because all of the lenders that we use, and we got 19 of them, so every major bank, every loan is system adjudicated. So that means it's just an algorithm. The computer picks it up and they say, hey, this person now has auto history. They qualify. And it just automatically approves it. So if they've been on it's awesome. Yeah. And no proof of income. So that's really good too. Something that mortgage brokers are surprised to hear too. But as long as the stated income is relatively close to reality, so obviously you can't uh, Tim Hortons and we submit 300 grand a year, but if it's within reason, the computer will just pick it up. No proof of income waived, fully approved. And it literally takes under 20 minutes sometimes. So it's uh, mm. really, really easy to do. And sometimes you might not always need us to necessarily do the deal to get the mortgage done, but you just see an opportunity to help your client. And if yeah. you could do that and refer them to us, then it's a good thing too. Right. Okay. So then you got the three different scenarios. Is there any other scenarios that people would use KDK for that I haven't thought of? Yeah. So we have Hail Mary situations too. And those are situations where you just need the loan gone. So a reduction's not going to work. Nothing's going to work. And what we've done in cases like this is we really rely on the guidance of the mortgage broker, but there might be a situation where you can get the mortgage done in just the husband's name and you don't need right. the wife on the mortgage. And so we can transfer the loan over to the wife or back forth or however you want to do it. We've even had situations where your client has to have their parents on the mortgage to co-sign on the mortgage where all of a sudden mom or dad might rather much prefer to take over, you know, a $20,000 car loan versus co-sign on the mortgage. Right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. You take over the car loan and not co-sign on the mortgage. And that's actually a really interesting use case. Okay. Yep. So yep. I think I've got a good idea on that. So then let's say somebody, a mortgage broker listening to this or watching this, you know, on Facebook and they're like, oh, I got an idea. How do I A, get set up with you guys? And then B, how do I get my client to you? What does that look like? Yeah. So as far as being set up, my business development manager, Chris, typically sends out a digital brochure with all my information on it, but uh, you can just email me, text me, call me. So what's our best contact? How should they do that? Email is probably best. It just helps keep all the inquiries organized, especially if we're doing quotes and stuff like that. Because sometimes we'll we'll work a scenario and then we may not hear back from the broker for a couple of weeks while they're working on the file or whatever. So it's just nice. Yeah, maybe the file's like, oh, we haven't found a property yet. We know we can do it. They don't want to redo the loan because they haven't bought the property, but they want to know that they can redo the loan. And then they cycle back to you. So that would make sense, actually. Yeah. So email is definitely best. And like I said, all we always do with the broker is do a quote first, just to make sure it's even plausible. And to do a quote, all we need to know is your make and model, roughly what they owe and what their current payments are. And then within five minutes, we'll bounce back a scenario for them to review. Mm-hmm. And that's where we kind of figure out how to get the deal done, right? So we know, yes, that works. And no, do you I need don't. to know what province the vehicle is registered in? Is that how that works? Because you talked about how does it that helps. work? 
It helps. Yeah, no, for sure. Like typically the deals we're doing are 2018 and newer anyways. Like we really don't see too many of the older stuff. So really it doesn't come up too often. If the broker says, Hey, it's a 2016, I might inquire a little bit more. Hey, which province are they in? How's the client's credit and stuff like that? Cause a lot mm. of times you get amortization extensions based on credit. So I like to kind of get a, but it depends on the age. You're not going to get as long of an amortization on an older vehicle necessarily as you would on a newer one. Right. Yeah, that's right. So as far as our amortizations are concerned, they're huge. Like we got banks that'll do 84 months on a 2016. So compared to the branch, like branch level lending would give you a three or four year loan on that. So we Mm -hmm. can get good amortizations, but yeah, it's always good to, and I'll ask those questions. And that's the nice thing about doing a broker quote with me, because I know what questions to ask so I can quote you accurately and kind of go. Right. Okay. So they would basically send you an email, your make and model payment. And then you'd be like, okay, looks like we could do this before you even do the underwrite. And then, okay, so let's say I reach out to you. You say, yep, looks good. Payment's going to come in 200 bucks less. What's the next step to actually get the loan done? What do I do then? So the next step is obviously uh, make sure it works on your end for the mortgage. And if it does, all you have to do is just contact your client and say, hey, listen, we're partnered with a company called KDK. This is the plan. This is what we're going to do. And this is the outcome that's going to cause. And then if the client's okay and on board, all you have to do is just email me back the client's name and phone number. And then we'll just reach out. We'll take care of everything. The average deal takes about 24 hours if the client's quick. So everything's super, super simple. Once we get in contact, we get the approval set up and then we touch base with the broker one more time just to triple confirm because you don't want to, you know, some of these deals are very mortgage sensitive, right? Like I've seen files where 50 bucks makes a difference. So we just like to have that last soft touch. Yeah. yeah. Make sure that, okay. Cause you're right. Sometimes, especially first time buyers or whatever, the TDS could, you know, yeah, yeah. So that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Once the dust settles, we double confirm and then we just sign everything over email. And then once everything's signed up, we send the mortgage broker everything that they need to satisfy their step. So we'll send them a proof of the contract showing that the payments have been reduced. So the new bank contracts. And then we also uh, send over proof of loan closure showing that the old loan is gone. So that way they have everything all organized. It's quick and simple rather than the old way where you were, you know, chasing stuff from a dealership. It was just, it was painful. So this way it's all streamlined. It's quick. It's simple and do it like a bandaid. Okay, so then let's say I'm doing an equity take or a refinance. How long does that take for the money to hit their bank account? So everything looks good. Maybe I lowered my payment a bit. There's an extra 15 grand or 20 grand coming. How long does that take? Typically, uh, once we sign contracts and send them in for funding, funding is about 48 hours. So it's pretty quick. So I'd say on the 72nd hour, we have the money deposited into your client's account. So we just take the certified check and we deposit it directly into the account so they have access. And then what about, so basically call it 72 hours-ish. And then like what documentation do you provide? So obviously my credit bureau is not going to update necessarily right away. It will update, correct? Because these are like all their bank loans and stuff. If they're going to show the other one gone and this one replaced it. So what do brokers are typically asking for? Because I know there's some brokers already using you guys a bunch. What are they asking for to satisfy their lender condition? Somebody's asked this question as well. So I think it's a good question. Yeah, honestly, we send the same thing every time and rarely do we have a broker that needs more. So literally just send a copy of the loan closure check showing that the loan is gone. And then yeah. uh, proof of new payments via copy of the contracts that the clients just signed. And that is enough 90% of the time. I've had the odd situation where the lender's really picky and they'll want um, a lien release letter. And those can be accessed too. They just take a few more days, about four to five business days by the time that the bank can actually produce it. Because we right. have to create the payout check. It takes a little bit of time. But I've done deals in the 11th hour where the client needs to remove the stipulation in two hours. And we send them proof of loan closure via the payout check and they're good to go. Right. Okay. Fees. What are your fees? So that's a nice thing too. So we don't charge anything. So no fees, no taxes. We work exactly like a mortgage broker. We just rely on getting compensated by the bank and that's enough. By the lenders. Yeah. You get paid from the lender like we do. 
Exactly. I work yeah. for you, customer, not the, you know. The, uh, exactly, exactly right. Yeah. So there's a couple competitors out there. that, that I know there's some that charge fees. too. They do. And I was always taught, you know, it's best to make a little bit of money off a lot of people instead of a lot of money off a little bit. Of yeah, yeah, leave some meat on the bone and you're going to end up with like a very, I know you're doing well with this. You're going to crush it because we're in a mortgage environment where brokers have to use every tool at their disposal to be able to help their clients. And, you know, with these rates the way they are, this is a huge advantage. So I'll touch on that too, real quickly, just something that we've seen a bit of an uptick on too. Like it's not necessarily always files where you need the debt servicing down to get the mortgage done. We've seen a lot of clients coming in for renewal, right? And they're coming in, they're doing their new mortgage paperwork and they're finding out that their mortgage payment was up four or five or $600 a month. And for a lot of people, it's putting them in a tough spot, right? So, Oh yeah, that's actually a good idea. So, Hey, look, your mortgage payment's gone up. Can we lower your car payments to sort of help like, dude, like just thought of that. Like, so you guys are listening to this. You have a reason to reach out to your clients and say, hey, how's it going? Oh, my, you know, I'm stressed about this. Hey, look, maybe we can look and see if we can lower some of these other payments for you. There's not a new mortgage necessarily, but you're helping your clients. And it's the um, feedback that I get from the clients who mortgage brokers took that extra step. You've got a client for life, right? So there's two ways that you can handle it as a mortgage yeah. broker. You can be like, yeah, you know, your payments have gone up. It sucks. But if you're the broker that says, hey, listen, we can help you still. We can possibly save you $400 a month on your car payment to help soften the blow. Like I've had clients almost in tears, how happy they are that they now have some breathing room. So that's a nice thing you can do. And trust me, when I tell you this, how happy the clients are, they're going to tell all of their friends what you, the mortgage broker did for them. And I guarantee you'll get you business that you wouldn't get if you didn't do it. So it's, it's right. a nice that you can do for your client. If you sense that they're, you know, they're stressed out with the payment increase, right? We can save them some money. It's just in a different right. avenue. Or if there's equity, they could take out cash to clean up something else or whatever, right? Like, so like okay. there's options there. And then what do you guys pay? So I kind of left this till the end. It's kind of like I should have started with the beginning, but <laughs> I kind of went through the whole thing and I'm like, oh, and by the way, yeah, it gets better, you know, but yeah. wait, you get a slap chop. And what do you guys pay when we broker send you guys a business? Yeah. So good question. So the vision of the company is essentially that we want to have be the underwriter to you guys. So we want to treat you like you're getting a second mortgage, right? Like you're getting paid for what you're doing because you're bringing the client to the table. So we pay $500 commission on any loan that's over $30,000. And then any loan that's under $30,000, you get two fifty. So that's, right. it's a really good thing because you, you know, you help your clients, but then you also get paid to do it. And the reason that we did that is like I mentioned to you, the vision of the company is essentially, we just want to be your underwriting tool. We want you right. to doing your own auto loans, which is essentially what you're doing. You're setting up the client, you're doing the quotes. All we're doing is just the paperwork, right? So right. we want to make sure that you get paid just like you would get paid for doing a mortgage. So it's kind of a cool concept. There's lots of brokers that are even now co-branding with us. So they're actually marketing their own auto finance division. So they're actually yeah. like saying, you know, like Scott Peckford auto finance, whatever it may be. And then just powered by KDK financial and they're actually right. marketing their database that they now do auto loans. And it's working out really, really well getting them clients that they wouldn't necessarily And just starting have. conversations and solving problems ultimately at the end of the day. My buddy Chris asked, do you lend in Saskatchewan? Because he said most of these things tend to skip Saskatchewan. So do you guys <laughs> lend in Saskatchewan? We do a ton of business in Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. And they charge a fee only in Saskatchewan, Chris. There's no fee in any of the It's a Saskatchewan fee. The flat land fee, flat land tax. Yeah, so more. yeah, you do Saskatchewan as well. So yeah, you're right, Chris. A lot of times these cool things come out in Port Saskatchewan. Some of these provinces get totally like skipped. But what kind of stuff are you typically seeing in Saskatchewan? Like, is it trucks? Uh, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to like. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a mixed bag, honestly. Like in BC, we do a lot of Teslas and high end cars and stuff like that. Seems to be the biggest mix. Uh, Alberta, yeah. Saskatchewan. 
Tiguan, a lot of trucks. Yeah, I'd say for sure a ton of trucks. It is a mixed bag. So it really it depends on each situation, but we see, we see everything from, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollar car to, you know, a $15,000 Mazda. It's all over the map and we're happy. Right. To What's the biggest car loan that you guys have done? If you don't mind me asking, you said you had $250,000 yeah. boat. What's the biggest car one you've done? Probably quarter million. I did a Porsche yeah. Cayenne Turbo, a brand new one. It was just the client ended up getting the vehicle from the dealership and just found out that we could save them 2% on the interest rate. So we just did a redraft on that one for him. So it's right. uh, all over the place for sure. Bolts are definitely the biggest one and trailers. I almost did a million dollar Ferrari in BC a couple of weeks ago, but it fell apart. But uh, yeah, there's no cap on what we can loan. A million dollar Ferrari loan. Man, yeah. I got to get like, yeah. Any other questions you think I should have asked you? So we got some people in message. Some of the questions have come from the folks that are watching in the Facebook group, but any other thing that you think I missed or people need to be aware of? So I'll just do a quick recap. You do reamortization of loans so you can make the payment lower. You can take cash out and possibly lower the payment at the same time. You can move ownership. So who's on the title and then you provide documentation that this is done so that you can satisfy your lender condition and there's no fee. They don't have to sign up directly. All they got to do is reach out to you, your make and model current payment. And then you're going to be like, cause there's no point you guys doing a whole bunch of work. If there's no chance, if it doesn't make sense, they contact their client and then the client says thumbs up, they send you an intro, you guys do all the work and then you provide the paperwork and you double check before you pull the trigger on the last minute. You just make sure that, that nothing has changed with the broker so that the broker is like, okay, yeah, that's perfect. Cause if the pay, you're right. If it's off by 75 bucks could mean that deal or no deal. And then it's yeah. like, oh crap. And now you got to, you know, so that's great that you guys actually, I mean, you can tell yeah. you work with mortgage brokers because that's the kind of stuff that a mortgage broker would care about because they're like, this is a tool in their tool belt to solve specific, you know, situational problems. So anyway, I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, and, and then I'll say, now you can say what, what is anything that I missed that I should have asked, I guess. After <laughs> a while. The last thing I'll say is really just kind of a breakdown on how a lot of brokers do use us. The ones that are very successful. So we've got all sorts of agents that use us different ways. So some will use us if they're stuck and then some will use us goodwill, like on a refinance file but some use us as a competitive advantage. And the ones that do that do very, very, very well. And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes you'll get a phone call from a, you know, a first time inquiry or whatever, and they want to be pre-approved on a house. Mm -hmm. And you can say, okay, listen, you're approved for $400,000. You're good to go. And that's great. And you might get the business, but you might not either. So the one thing that I'm learning from mortgage brokers is if a client calls you and they don't like the answer that you give them, they'll call another broker. So yeah. if you have a quote in your back pocket from me, and you already know ahead of time what an auto loan restructure would look like, you can now provide your client two options. You can say, okay, oh, I can get you 425 or whatever the new or number 450 is. 450 or whatever it is. Yeah. And all of a sudden you might be that broker that gave them a different answer that they liked and got business that you didn't think you would typically get. Right. The ones that are doing it that way have great success because the files finalize. A lot of them come in and actually finalize. So whatever they're doing must be working. And right. all I do all day long is do broker quotes. So even if you're miles away from a deal and you're just curious on what it would look like in case you want to pitch it, just email me the information. I'll load you up. And then if it develops, great. If not, then that's okay too. So really, we're just here to help in any way, just to help you get more mortgages done, really. Right. Yeah, dude, I think it's a service that absolutely is needed. And the great part is you don't send them into a branch to get it redone, which who knows, you don't send them into the car dealership which is a pain in their butt. And probably the car dealership, there's no new money in it for them, really. I mean, it's just kind of more of a service thing. Maybe there is, but it's probably, it just would be a pain. And rather than it could be done over the phone, you know, digitally and in any province, even Saskatchewan, which is shocking to me, really. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Every province except Quebec, but hey, maybe some point you guys will be in there as well. Yeah, I think that's awesome. So Kevin, great chatting with you. Folks, reach out, shoot me an email once you guys have tried the mode. I'd love to hear how it goes. 
collect some of those stories of how you're restructuring, you know, helping your clients TDS, helping them pay off another debt. I'm going to send you my truck that I got. I'm just curious to see what it comes back at. What's the max loan you could get? I could jack the <laughs> loan on my truck and you could be like, yeah. uh, just to see, because it's a pretty new truck, but see what you tell me. So it'd be kind of interesting. I'll take a look but, at it for sure. Awesome. Oh, somebody asked the last question. Somebody said, how quick can this fund? Usually like 72 hours, 40 to 72 hours. So if you have somebody that, you know, if they send you the stuff, right? Like you can get yeah. these things turned around. Like as far as getting a file done, we've done files in as little as two hours by the time we sign and send proof of, uh, you know, loan closure and proof of payment. Oh, I see. Okay. Two hours. But I'm, I guess when you take cash out, the money in their bank takes a bit longer. That takes two or three days, but the actual redo the loan could be done same day. Super quick. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate chatting with you, man. No problem. See you again. See you, Scott. Bye. All right. Thanks again for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it. If you are listening to this, could you do me a favor? If you found this useful, if you know some other mortgage broker that would find this helpful, forward them this podcast. Say, hey, you got to check out this. This is an awesome tool. Give KDK a little bit of love because I think that this is something that brokers are going to be doing a ton of. And they even pay you, as we talk about, you get paid to um, you know help clients and it's fantastic. Check it out. And last thing is, if you're one of keyword search all of our episodes, go to ilovemortgagebrokering.com. We have a free power search account you can set up and then search hundreds of episodes. It's amazing. Check it out. Thanks again for listening to the show, and I will see you on the next episode. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.